Well, I don't know about you, but I could really easily get into ruts. We are creatures of habits, and even if a habit isn't good, it can get really ingrained over time and with repetition, and then it can even go so far as to getting affirmed this bad habit. For example, when you're watching an episode of something on Netflix or some streaming service, you know, one episode can quickly turn into two, or to three or four or more, all the way to the point to where you've spent so much time watching that show that their algorithm on Netflix, after I think about two hours, will pull up a prompt on your computer screen or wherever you're watching it, asking you, are you still watching? Maybe this has happened to you. I speak from a little personal experience myself. And if it hasn't happened to you, that's a great thing. Because when the product starts telling you, the consumer, that you might be consuming too much for too long, that's perhaps an issue. But then if that wasn't enough, Netflix goes on to make you click a button that says, yes, continue watching, I'm still here, or no. Effectively, you have to admit to Netflix that you are just on a terrible binge and that you desire to stay in it. Are you still watching? Well, today I think the Lord is prompting us quite strongly with a similar question. Are we still watching? Except it's not, are you being lazy you know, and watching Netflix on your couch for too long? It's rather more of a, are you watching for me? He's speaking about those eyes of our faith. Or are you laying down half asleep, rooted in these earthly bad habits? Are you awake? Are you ready for me? And especially after today's readings and our liturgy, are you ready for the end, the end times? Or again, are we stuck in our earthly ways? Some big questions for sure, but I think there's a saint, many saints, and there's stories that could help us answer these questions and these dilemmas. The saint I want to bring up, her name is Saint Faustina. Her birth name was Helena Kowalska, and she's a Polish saint who died in about 1938. We still have many pictures of her. Perhaps you've heard of her or not, but if you've ever seen the famous image of divine mercy, the image of Jesus in a white robe with rays of red and white coming out of his sacred heart, and then the text underneath that says, Jesus, I trust in you. This image is actually from her. Jesus appeared to her throughout her entire life with this image and begged her to paint it. So that's where it originates from. Anyways, Faustina lived in a time when something called Jansenism was just running rampant in Europe and France and Poland. Basically, this Jansenism, it was a heresy, just a massive lie against our faith that God is only just. He's only a judge, and that he's not merciful. Or at least, his mercy was not able to be received by people. And so the normal person in the pew, even priests, they thought they're destined for hell. They can't even receive the Lord's mercy. So they were terrified constantly. This was something that just crept into the world at the time, just like things can creep into our own lives and our culture today and begin to form an unwanted home, a bad habit. But as God does through all the ages and the time, he always raises up saints, raises up missionaries to bring his word, to break us from those bonds, to give us that divine prompt, if you will. Are you still watching? Are you looking for me? So when young St. Faustina, Helena, was in about the eighth grade, she had a middle school dance in her little town in Poland. So she went with her sister and with her friends. In the weeks leading up to this, though, the weeks prior, Jesus had begun appearing to her. 
eight-year-old girl or whatever grade you're in, in eighth grade, appearing to her and saying, I want you to become a nun, to become a sister. But she kept putting Jesus off, saying no, or she was afraid. She was complacent in her life, and she didn't want to do that. And so when she was dancing with her friends at this dance at her grade school, Jesus appeared to her again while she was on the dance floor. But this time, he appeared just seemingly utterly destroyed. After the scourging at the pillar, blood, wounds everywhere. And he looked her in the eyes and he said, Why are you keeping me waiting? Are you still here? Freaking out, she immediately ran off the dance floor. She told her sister she had a headache, quote-unquote, and she just left. She ran out of the dance, and she ran a couple blocks down to the nearby parish, walked in completely like pitch black. The only flickering thing was the red sanctuary light. She ran up to it. She lay down prostrate, laying flat on the ground with her face to the marble. She said, yes, Lord, I am here. What do you want of me? He answered her again, I want you to go to Warsaw, a big city in the area, and there you will enter a convent. So like that, she got up, she went home, she packed a little bag of the things she had, a few dresses. She told her sister to bid her parents farewell and that she had to go. Again, she's in eighth grade, and she went. She went to the train station and she left that morning. Fast forward a few years, she became a nun, and Jesus continued to appear to her, these very mystical experiences, and asked her to start this devotion to divine mercy, this image I was talking about. Because remember, this lie of Jansenism, that we're not deserving of his mercy, that we can't access it, that it's not available, it's closed, was a terrible lie that was everywhere. So God answering through St. Faustina was saying, no, my mercy is for all. Come and adore my sacred heart. Come and receive forgiveness, healing, enter my kingdom. Simply trust in my love. Her story goes on, and I really encourage you to read it. It's free online. She kept a really detailed diary that we could still read. So just like he asked St. Faustina, the Lord is asking you and me today, are you still listening? Are you awake? Are you watching? Because we don't know when the end is coming, the end times. But we do know about it, is that it's going to be pretty intense. I mean, from our readings today, lo, the day is coming blazing like an oven an oven that will set them, the evil ones, on fire. The sun of justice will come, but not without its healing rays. Think of those rays of that image of divine mercy flowing forth from his heart. Then from our gospel, nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, plagues, awesome sights coming down from the sky. And even in the end, Jesus says, even your parents, brothers, and relatives, they will hand you over and some of them will put you to death. Some pretty intense things Jesus is foretelling. But before this craziness comes, Jesus again warns us that a great persecution will come even before that, all for those of us that believe and profess his name. This day is drawing near. He says even some will come trying to deceive us, saying that they are the Christ, that the end is here. But he reminds us that to not follow them, to trust in him, and instead persevere, stand erect, raise your hands, heads, and secure your lives. This is Jesus' prompt today, that Netflix call waking us up of our complacent earthliness, our lethargic habits of this last year, to not be focused on the earth but on him, upon the truth. Because these things can become false Jesuses. They can become false idols. 
that we unknowingly worship. So are you still watching, he asked St. Faustina. Are you still watching, he asked you and me today. Because his mercy, these healing rays we're told about are available. Available in our prayer, in our families, in our homes. Most especially in the Eucharist, this tabernacle, the sacrament of confession. An all-powerful mercy that can transform our lives, our families, even our deepest wounds. And so we need not fear the end, these plagues, these famines, these earthquakes, for we have all that is necessary to receive forgiveness, love, and the very life of God. What we ought to do is to fear God himself, the vastness and overwhelmingness of his mercy that he just wants to drown us in, to overflood our hearts, to give us himself. Finally, this is from Malachi, the last verse today. But for you who fear my name, there will arise the sun of justice with its healing rays, those healing rays of mercy and love. Jesus, I trust in you.